It was also 24 years ago today that Poland took a key step toward defeating communism. On this day in 1989, Poles voted in semi-free elections that had been negotiated between the communist government and the Solidarity Union movement. Citizens defiantly crossed off the names of communist candidates and handed Solidarity a historic victory. But ask young Polish citizens today about it, and their eyes are likely to glaze over. Reporter Alexa Dvorzin has our story. Nothing evokes the memory of communism's collapse in Eastern Europe like the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989. But it was really that subversive vote in Poland five months earlier that set things in motion. And it all started right here in Gdańsk, the birthplace of the world's biggest trade union, led by Lech Wałęsa, a Nobel Peace laureate in the 80s and Poland's first post-communist president. Today, he runs a pro-democracy think tank. We achieve a lot, but of course there is a price to be paid, and we have to pay it. It turns out one price to pay is the risk of apathy among Polish youth. Walking past the chic boutiques and cafes near Wałęsa's office, it's hard to imagine the famously empty store shelves that defined this country only a quarter century ago. And it's even harder for the younger generation born after the fall of communism. That's why an exhibit called Roads to Freedom is designed to keep the memory of Solidarity's struggle alive. Inside a dark, converted bunker, film montages of student arrests, shipyard strikes, and the declaration of martial law take a visitor right back to the 1970s and 80s. I was here already 20, maybe 40 times. Every time I'm touched. Jan Daniluk, a historian who was just five when the communist regime fell, is concerned about how Poland's communist past is being forgotten, revised, or hidden. Some people think that we have to do something right now because there is some kind of fight about our memory, about our remembrance. Who's winning and who's losing? It's difficult to say because there is lots of battlefields, can we say so, in our policy of history or policy of memories. Those battlefields are full of ghosts. In Daniluk's experience, it's easier to research World War II than the 1950s because many documents from the communist era have gone missing. At the University of Gdańsk, history professor Grzegorz Berendt says Poland's national memory must be rehabilitated because the country's historical record was distorted and suppressed for so many years under communism. People who were fighting for freedom, for democracy, were forgotten for decades And it is our main reason to name heroes and victims, first of all. But of course, there were also perpetrators who humiliated them, who tortured them, and eventually murdered them. So these two aspects are closely connected. It's the task of the Institute of National Remembrance to set the record straight. Established by Parliament in 1998, it serves as custodian of Poland's traumatic history under Nazi and communist dictatorship. Among its tasks is the vetting of current political candidates to ensure transparency about any links to the communist regime. As the Institute's spokesman in Gdańsk, Jan Daniluk explains that people sometimes mistake this vetting for a witch hunt. Lots of journalists are calling me and saying, OK, you are hunting for witches again. I said, not at all. Read exactly what has been written. We don't judge anyone. We just publish informations to make some things clear. And when some people are wise or calm, they will understand. 
Helping people understand is one thing. Getting them to care is an even taller order, especially among younger Poles like Elena, a resident of Gdańsk who has no doubt she was born at the right time. Everything is changing now. So we have to broaden our horizons for the future, for the present. And what does that mean concretely for you? Um, my job, of course, and being with friends, enjoying the time. Not like crying and all oh, what was in the past, because if you are happy, our children will be happy and Gdańsk and Poland will be happy. Jan Daniluk understands attitudes like Elena's, but he laments them too. History is not popular, especially modern history of Poland. I mean, it's not a history about spies, about some kind of crash, tragedy. It's not attractive at all. Why is it attractive to you? It is quite simple, because I'm curious. I want to develop, I want to see new, new things. That's the beauty in the job of historian, but not only it, just uh, the beauty of our times, that we are able to connect with other people from other continents to hear lots of voices. Jan Danilok is well aware that the voices he appreciates, at a history conference, for instance, are a far cry from what most people in his generation want to hear, like the latest Western pop hits. He just hopes they realize that the comfortable lives they enjoy today have everything to do with what happened before they were born. For the world, this is Alexa Dvorsen in Gdańsk, Poland.